It's Tizzy time, and today we're talking about pregnancy and parenthood with drumroll, Mama Tizzy and the baddest bitch, Lucky. (laughs) Sorry, Mama Tizzy. (laughs) Um, And today, like I said, we're going to be talking about pregnancy and parenthood and basically those preparing to be a mom, preparing to be pregnant, preparing to be parents, you know, and those who... Like myself, don't really want to be in the parenthood stage or the pregnancy stage. But, you know, supports people from a distance. So, overall, guys, what is your take on pregnancy? Um, Do you like me to go first? Go ahead. You were the only one who has been pregnant, really. Um, my take on pregnancy as far as what? Um, being pregnant. Being the pregnant. Being the experience. Pregnant, the experience of being cons, a parent. All of it. Well, the pros and cons when it comes to parenting, the pros is you will never in your life ever love something as much as you love your child. Um, And I I speak for, I think, 99.9% of every mother on earth. I mean, there are some mothers that aren't as um, in love with their children, but that's a very small percentage. That's definitely the pro of being a parent. The cons is... All the, besides the not sleeping, not, not eating, your life is, is, is over as you know it. But then you get through that phase and then you have the phase of them trying to get to know themselves. So you have to deal with the, the moodiness and then they become adults. And, and so that could be a con in it because, like I said, it was asked to me, the pro is never having something to love something. Never knowing or or having a being to love so much in a con is just waiting for them to break your heart. Because I feel like every child, to some extent, will do something to break their parents' heart, if that makes sense. It does. And not in a way of, like, being rebellious or, God forbid, getting arrested. I'm just saying, like, things like the day they decide to talk back to you mm-hmm. and it just shocks the hell out of you. Or the day they try to explain to you why they felt compelled to make the decision they made when they did something that was stupid to you. Um, but that, that's that, and those are heartbreaking for parents. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, pregnancy, in my eyes, everybody I know is either getting pregnant or has kids. And not saying there's anything wrong with it, but it's just not really my cup of tea or my shot of vodka, if, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I mean, I support everybody. Like, if you want to have a kid, if you're mentally prepared and physically prepared, I mean, I feel like but no I one's really you, prepared. There's no mental, physical. right? You can now, never you be prepared for a life rich change. And they can say I'm financially, but the mental and the physical, you can never prep yourself for that. Right. So that's why when people say, "Oh, I want to wait until I, I, you know, until I'm stable to have a child," what is stable? Mm-hmm. That's what. Like when people say that, I really want them to. Everyone has their own meaning of stability when it comes to having a child but what is stable to you um having a big bank account is that stable because guess what all that money in the world if you have a child and you you don't have the mental or the physical being to raise that child then that money is meaningless Mm -hmm. that's why when people say i need to be but what is what explain to me what is your what do you mean you need to be prepared to have a child you're never prepared Mm -hmm. and there's no mommy book in the world that can ever tell a mother or father 
what to expect with raising a child. Mm -hmm. Because every single mother on earth, I can guarantee you, if we all wrote a book, they will all be different. Mm -hmm. That's true. They will all be different. Of course, every mother has a different experience. It varies in culture. It varies in literally everything. So I totally, like, I could agree. Um, I don't know why I chose this topic. (laughs) Because, like... I mean, I have no, like, I can't really give any advice. You, but I can ask you a question. Sure. Why are you so, I mean, I just, like, right now, I don't expect you to even be thinking about, like, wanting to be a mom one day. But there are people, like, when I was younger, I always said I wanted to get older, be married, and have two children, you know? And there are people, when they're young, that's what they they want. Aspire to be. Right. That's what they aspire to have at some point in their life. Mm-hmm. And then, but with you, you are so firm on your decision with not having children. And I just want to know what triggered or target in you at some point in life that make you so against having children. It's not the wrong. I'm weak. It's not the wrong with having kids. Like, but I just don't see, oh my goodness. I don't see myself having children in the long run because it's like, that's a full responsibility. Like, how will I be able, I can barely give myself the world. So how am I going to sit there and give it to a child? You understand what I'm saying? Like, how am I going to sit there and, you know, come home after having a bad day and sit there and put a fake smile on my child's face or vice versa? Like, I can't do that. I mean, I say that to people before, like, if I'm really comfortable making six figures, like 300K plus a year, and my husband is making the same, and, you know, we're comfortable, then in no, like, way would I mind having a child. However, like, at this space I am in life, I'm just a very selfish person. That's another thing. Like, I don't even, like, I'm giving towards friends, yes. I'm comfortable towards family, giving towards family, yes. But I just feel like, Bringing a child in this world may bring out the worst in me because, like, imagine... Well, it may bring out the best in you. Right. But how am I supposed to sit there and, you know, be okay with certain things happening to my child? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, No parent. No parent is. But in looking at parenting, because I had you very young. I was 20 years old. And, and looking at young parents and then at people who, like your aunt could say, who waited till she was a little older to have... Hannah and DJ, you look at the difference in the parenting, but one thing, one thing is the same, whether you're 15 or 55, when you have children, it's not about the money. It's not about the the physical. It's about the mental patience because you got to have patience with any child that you're raising. And like I said, I don't care if you're 13 or if you're 55. If you don't have patience, you are setting a a path for that child, for yourself, to where it becomes, and I I, I pray this doesn't sound judgmental to any of the listeners, but it can become a destruction because think about it. If you have a parent with Chantel, prime example, raising her, I was a young mom, Mm -hmm. but I have rules. She couldn't watch TV during the week. She had to read books. She had to do her schoolwork. And on the weekends, I would give her the leisure of having TV time, playing with her toys. And here we are, 22 years later, she's with a 3.5 GPA. She's graduating with her master's at 23. 
And then, and, and so, and again, I don't want it to sound like judgment, but with me saying that is you have to set some sort of standards. You have to set some sort of rules when it comes to your children. And if you don't have patience, none of that can come into play. So when you don't have patience, it's like, just do whatever. Go read it. Go watch TV for 10 hours a day. You, as long as you're not bothering me, I don't care what you do. That's not having patience. And that's when it leads to some form of destruction for that child because now they can't focus in school. Mm-hmm. Now they're misbehaving in school. And now they're coming home with bad grades. And, 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 the, and now the kid is thinking they're bad. And so now they get older and they start doing bad in school. Now they start trending to listening to their friends now in the streets. It's a domino effect. But what gets me is the fact that when, um, when some parents, they look at their child like, what are you doing? Like, why are you like this? And then in those situations that you just described, it's kind of like, where's the mirror, mm-hmm. honey? Because I'll be the first exactly. one to show it to you. you and, and you know, when years ago when people were like, oh, it's the parents, it's the parents' fault that these kids are like this. I used to say to sometimes like, no, but it's really not. But when you sit back and you think about it, it, it is a domino effect, yeah. right? Because now, now by the time the child is six or seven and they get in bad reports from school, mm-hmm. the parent is trying to figure out, oh, what, 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 why are they getting these bad reports? But you got to think for a minute. When they were one and two, you are their first teacher as a parent. A child can't go to school without knowing their ABCs, their one, two, threes, walking, talking, and being potty trained. So you are that first teacher. They put too much pressure on the teachers. Parents put a lot of pressure on the teachers and expect them to be the parent. And then the child come home at three o'clock and all they should do is do their homework where they're not even sitting and helping them. Eat dinner, go to bed, and start all over again, and go back to your parent. Right. And I'm just kind of like the babysitter when you come home right, until you right, go back right. to the parent. And then the weekend, when you really should be doing like some of that stuff with your child, sitting with them, now you don't have the patience. You're tired from working all week, so you know what? Go watch TV. Go play with your toys. So now the kid is in front of a TV for 12, 13 hours a day, and like I said, it all becomes a domino effect. Mm-hmm. And and I hope. Some parents that are listening to it understand what I'm saying, not saying it in a judgmental way because I, the last person, <clears throat> I got too many mirrors around me right now. I have, I'm the last person to judge. But if they look at it in the aspect of how I'm explaining it, it really does trend that way. Like you have to set some sort of rules and, and standards and a path for your child. And it doesn't account for having to beat their ass for every time they do something wrong. Mm-hmm. Because if you would have just disciplined them the right way, when they were growing up, it wouldn't have got to the point where now they're 10, 11, they're getting suspended or they're getting bad reports and you're trying to ask yourself why or mm-hmm. how. You have to ask yourself that. And Like how did this happen? Yeah. That's and true. that's why a lot of people say, oh, you shouldn't have a child young because really young people... Young people don't even know what they're doing with themselves. Yeah. So how can they have patience to raise someone else? And that's what it is. And, you know, I thank God that I was able to, that God was able to give me the, the ability, the knowledge and everything to do what I had to do with her and with Justin and still with, with still raising them, you know, and still trying to do the best mm-hmm. I can. I'm not calling myself a great parent because I have... Every parent has their own way of parenting. Mm-hmm. And one thing about parents, you want a real fight, tell another parent how to parent. Right. 
you're going to get yourself a real fight. Mm-hmm. Parents hate for you to critique them on how they parent and their children. Right. I'm sure people looking at my house or how I'm parenting my husband, I'd be like, oh, them kids are this and them kids are that. And that's okay. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. You know, that's fine because at the end of the day, those are the same people that need to look at all the reflections that's around them when it comes to their children. Right. And they're not. Mm-hmm. And that's, a, that's where it goes back to. You parent how you parent. I parent how I parent. You parent was how you feel is best for you. I parent how I feel is best for me. But it doesn't make my parents wrong. It doesn't make yours right. It doesn't make mine's right. It doesn't make yours wrong. It's something just, like that. It's personable. Like, my goodness, you're carrying a child. That's right. your baby. Right. That's that's your creation. Right. You, you got that. You right. know what I mean? So nobody's ever going to try to... I don't feel like <laughs> it's anybody's credible enough right. of the least or the, mm-hmm. the best or the most to ever try to put their label on top of your label. Right. They stick to their label, you stick to exactly. your label, you keep them moving. Because at the end of the day, nobody was with you. Right. Doing those nights. Exactly. And you're up, exactly. you waking up in the middle of the night, exactly. you having morning sickness. Because at the end of the day, you didn't, you wasn't with me. Right. This, you, We didn't go through this together. Right. You didn't hold my hair. Right. You don't owe me anything. I don't owe right. you anything. So therefore, you living your life, I'm living mine, and exactly. we're happy. And let me tell you exactly. something. I'll have, my, I'll have my kid, you have your kid, and right. let's see what happens. Let's talk and, about and, and that's the thing. And what my grandmother growing up what we forgot with the millennium with the millenniums today and and the 2000 children and like it it takes a village to raise one child mm-hmm. and we lost that village so the village has been around. right it has been diminished um dismantled whatever you want to classify it it doesn't exist anymore because we live in a world right now where everybody only cares for themselves mm-hmm. and that's it and if you actually are raising a child and you have just one person that actually can support you the way that you need you are blessed mm-hmm. and a lot of people have to realize um per se my sister or i'm not i don't my brother is not going to love Chantel the way I love Chantel because I'm her mother and vice versa. And people don't understand, like, you can't, uh, you, a a parent, a mother, and a a father, a mother more deeply because a mother's love is undescribable and only another mother will understand. Mm -hmm. And I always have to tell myself, no one will ever love my kids outside of God more than I love my kids. Mm-hmm. Not my sister, not my mother, not my brother, not my cousin, me. You're not even my own husband. And that's what I'm saying. It's like no one will understand the love of a mother for their child. And when you have someone that's willing to support you to help you raise that child, then you're blessed. Right. But that's they the village has been dismantled and my grandmother rest up and rest and soul her peace but she always used to say it takes a village to raise one child mm-hmm. and you growing up in the south people would help you raise kids uh-huh. now people you don't, don't have that you don't have it anymore you just don't have it and that's that's the sad part about it and it, it's it's really sad it really is. Mm-mm. But that's why I was asking, like, you're saying that you don't want children because you just feel more of a financial thing. The finances will come. That's just a natural thing. Those will come. I mean, and I always think about as far as it goes with children, like, I'm not judgmental. Like, I keep saying I'm not. Like, but I just feel like within this generation, it's all about no one gets married anymore. No one waits to have kids. It's just... You know what? I've been dating you for two years. I've been mm-hmm. dating you for three years. Let's show our commitment by having a baby. 
And it's like, not only are so many kids growing up without their parents together, which I think a child should grow up in a two-parent household versus, oh, let me go to mommy some weekend and daddy some weekend and daddy has a new girlfriend and mommy has a new boyfriend. I feel like that's unhealthy for a child to be around that many people. Like, no, no offense. Like, yes, mommy has to have a life too. Daddy has to have a life too. But it's like, it's unhealthy for a child to know that their mom and dad are not together and it it don't even be like a year or two years or like the child don't even know a home or foundation with both parents in it they grow up knowing oh I see mommy these days and then I see daddy these days and it's like well and another thing with respect to that with the two-parent household now there's great kids that come out of one parent household oh absolutely LeBron James is one no I could name so many people who have you know came out of single people but I can guarantee, I'm telling you from experience, that void is still there of that parent not being there. Even once you become an adult. It's just like a piece of a puzzle that you, you could be very successful and very like mentally okay, but you are going to have those moments where you just try to figure out why didn't that second parent, whether it was your mother or your father, not play the role in your life like they were supposed to. And, and, and like I said, one, there could be millions of kids that come out of single parent household extremely successful mm-hmm. 100% but that child becomes an adult and they're always going to have and I'm speaking from my own experience they're always going to have like that piece of puzzle that they try to figure out why mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and it's never the child's fault but you're right like a lot of people have children out of a way to they just do it without doing what they're supposed to first. Yeah. Like getting married. Find stability in yourself first. And it makes a, things a lot easier when mm-hmm. it comes to raising a child. Because you have some form of stability. I'm not saying what's right or what's wrong. There are some people who have children and never been married. And they fine, you know. Yeah. But at least find that stability that commitment yeah like co-parent know, like if you yeah, know you're going to be a co-parent it's going to co-parent and peace don't sit there and be like oh we could work together we could be parents together and then you see that your your baby daddy has a new girlfriend and you're being salty or you're feeling right. a way about it and now you taking the whole co-parenting thing like you're moving past it right. yeah. because you're like well you know what for what like a lot of people forget the essence of parenthood is the, the main thing is the child Right. It mm-hmm. you hit the nail on the head. So it's like, and that's what they forget. They right. forget. And that's where I say that's where the domino effect comes in. When you have a person who has a child, when they with them being in a relationship with a man, and then all of a sudden the relationship comes to a, a halt or a end. Now, at the end of the day, the bulk of the time the women are the ones that's left with the child. Mm-hmm. Why the men are not, I don't know. I can yeah. never understand. I can never understand when somebody say their daddy is babysitting them. Do they mother babysit them? Yeah. No. They're with their father. Yeah. There's no such thing as their daddy babysitting them. Right. But that's what I'm saying. It's never where it's always single mothers. And yes, the single dads out there that's doing their thing, I love it. Kudos. I'm all for it. But I'm saying that. The bulk of the time, when a relationship comes to an end, mm-hmm. the mother is the one that has the child and doing the bulk of the raising of the child on their own. Uh-huh. And and that's where it becomes where the mother is hurt because it, the relationship ended. Now her patients are short with the child. 
and then the child start feeling it mm-hmm. and they're doing this and, do, and that's what I'm saying that domino effect comes in but if you form that stability in the beginning mm-hmm. and you know you know what I know you need three hours or two hours today go ahead go for a walk go walk through the mall go to the gym do whatever you need to do to just bring yourself back it's down because so I've taught time. myself that when my kids were young just let me get, let me go out for an hour or two I just need to bring myself back. I'm not mad with being a parent. I'm not mad with being a wife. But I just need a moment before I explode and be mad with me doing all these things. Mm-hmm. So just give me an hour, you know, and just walk it off and come out. And I can guarantee you, you you get re-energized. Where you like, okay, I can I can continue on doing this. I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm okay. But if you can't, it's if you don't have anyone there to say, you know what, go ahead. Go get your, your energy drink. Per se, and mm-hmm. come back. Then that's what happens when you're a single parent and you're dealing with the children on your own, mm-hmm. and that's what causes these children to go one way or the other, which would either be really successful or just let yeah, yeah, a hot mess. yeah. And that's why I always say nobody can really talk about somebody else's parenting yeah. because you're going through all of that. When yeah. I hear stories about like. People being pregnant, I'm just like nobody could ever, no, could ever touch on it, touch on, yeah. talk about some. Oh yeah, you're a bad mom. You're this, you're that. Mm-hmm. Listen, how somebody else raised their child, exactly. that's something that's their business. It doesn't make them a good or bad. That's, that's why I say business. like now, if you blatantly seeing like some mothers out here condoning the bad stuff, and you clearly know it's something bad that yeah. kids doing, and they're condoning it, then you have to say to yourself like, all right, listen. Come on, yeah, right. So Suzanne, get it together. Yeah, right. <laughs> so, but and there are mothers like that, and that's only because they're moms, and they if they feel like even if it's something bad, if it's if if it makes their child happy, you know what? Go ahead and do it. I'm gonna support you. And not saying it's right. We know it's not right, but there are moms like that that will just you know be riding with their kids. Yeah, they regardless do. of what they do. So, but um. I don't know what else to say with regards to parenting. I mean, you said a lot, so I can't even sit here. But like, you, you have more to say. You said a lot. Um, I still, I still know I got a lot more. Parenting this is exactly. To do. You're 22. Justin's 17. I'm now in a stage. I'm, I'm, and I pray to God that this is stage four. Stage four, right. <laughs> and it's the final stage, and that they are, you know, like because th- to me. This has been with all the years, with everything I've experienced with parenting. And I asked my mother and I asked my mother-in-law all the time. And my mother said, and she all, because my brother's 45, she said, please, they, I'm still parenting them, you know. And she said, and I'm like, oh, my God, I got to wait till 40, like 45 still, you, right. you know. But <laughs> it's like, I just pray, like, I just really want them both to be, however... Of course, successful, but to the point where they're stable and it's not like, you know what? I need mommy and daddy anymore. That's that's how I want them to be. Where they, they whatever they do as far as what they like, whether it's a, a nine to five, whether it's their own business, whatever they do. I just want it to be to the point like per se myself where it's like, okay, I, I can yeah. take care of myself, right? Right. If yes, there's times where roadblocks come and I'm I need to call and maybe help with someone, but for the most part, everything's there. I got this, right? right. And that's what I you get a I, chance to 
washing then hands. Then I a can really bit. say right. I could sit back and have my glass of Moscato and really like, oh, I, I did, did it. Yeah, I did it. I did it. That's right. it. Yeah. And I feel like that's so achievable. That's yeah. so beautiful. And that's the moment I'm waiting for. That is up. <laughs> that's the moment that's I'm waiting so for. That's so beautiful, though. Yeah. You just think about it. Like, yeah. You actually, like, you create a kid. Mm-hmm. I mean, before you create a kid and all of, you know, mm-hmm. why you create a kid, that's beautiful, too. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. <laughs> but creating a kid, that's beautiful and actually... It's like you bond with the kid before you actually have it. Yeah, yeah. It's like you already have that special bond. Yeah. So it's like, it's, I can only imagine how it is to have a kid and then have that bond, but you don't know how that kid's personality, because everybody has their own personality. Oh, oh yeah. And you never really know how that personality is going to form or what influences Mm -hmm. are going to, you know, play a part in their personality. So it's just like, I guess that's where the the art comes in. Yeah. Because it's just kind of like, wow, like what's going to happen? And just for, a woman to be able to create something like that yeah. and to have that, you know, that blessing mm-hmm. is just amazing. Yeah. And, you know, and then after when they're grown and you get to see mm-hmm. it, it's just like, so this is yes. the receipt. Yes. This is what happened. Yes. You get to really sit back. Exactly. And I love analogies. You get to hang your painting on the yes. wall and showcase it yes. and have everybody over like, yes. that's what I did. And, you know, I always say that having a, a to have a child is a gift from God. Mm-hmm. That to me, that's God's way of saying God's way of saying, Erica, I trust in you enough to mm-hmm. raise these kids for me until they could go out on their own. Yeah. He's here and he's giving me all the guidance, all the instructions, and I'm just listening and taking the steps. And when your child graduates from high school and college and gets awards and stuff, that's God's way of saying, Here's a award for you for doing a good job. Right. That's how I look at it. Right. So with all their accomplishment, that's God's way of saying, here, that's another award for you. Mm-hmm. Here's another one. You're doing a good job. Mm-hmm. That's another one. Here's another one. Here's a, and, and whatever your child do in life that makes you smile and makes your heart smile, that's whatever it is. Right. It's God's way of saying, here's an award for you for doing a great that's job. That's so true. And that's what always gets me about mothers that get <clears throat> so stressed out to the point where they're like, I'm so stressed out. What am I going to do? Like, mm-hmm. I have this kid. Like, I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't have enough time for myself. I can't really. I'm right. not happy anymore. I'm not doing this. It's right. just like, please don't override or diminish right. any of the gifts or the trophies that God yes. has given you. Hand that's hand right. Because before you know, he's going to stop gifting. Exactly. He's, he's going to stop, stop gifting. And he's right. going to make you want it. Exactly. He's going to make you want it. Even exactly. when you want it and you want it and you feel like that's all you want, mm-hmm. he's still going to hold out because he's going to be like, this is what you get. You mm-hmm. want it to be ungrateful. The worst thing that you ever show God, and I always grew up in a household type like this, that you always want to make sure that you never, never show an appreciation to the right. person that made exactly. you and made the person that made the person that made the person exactly you know and that's why i say i always tell chantelle and justin honor thy mother and father and your days on earth will be long and prosperous Mm -hmm. and that verse in the bible doesn't say you you're supposed to stop honoring your mother and father because they you know they beat you or they didn't raise you right or they didn't do this because you know what that god will handle that for them for what he he, they didn't follow his instructions for raising you but that verse says, honor thy mother and father, and your days on earth will be long and prosperous. That means you will live a long life, but not just long, but prosperous. Yeah. Like, who wouldn't want to live a prosperous life? Right. You understand? That means anywhere you turn, it's just going to be blessings flowing down on you. Is that so, why, is that why um, in, like, certain cultures, there's um, it's a rule that the kid has to stop their life and take care of the parents? Is it because of that verse? Because I heard in some cultures, culture? in the Indian culture... They have to take. They have care. to. It's like when the child grows up, instead so of them going on to do their own thing, that. they start taking care of the parents. I didn't know. 
I'm not sure you've heard about that. In I think I have heard about it. The, yeah. the kids have to take care of their parents mm-hmm. at a certain time. And it's yes. like the parents are like, they, they know it's like a rule. Like you have to take oh, care okay. of me. It's like, I took care of you. Now you have to take care of me when I can't take care of myself. And how old is that? I'm not know. sure. I never really like looked into the specifics, but no, I, always, I, I never, never made heard that, that though. I'm I know, like in a Jewish religion, by the time the the, the males are 13, they're considered like you uh, say, no, no. that's the like Quincy Yeda, right? Yeah. No. No. Uh, bar mitzvah. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's next. <laughs> no, yeah, that's the bar in the the bat mitzvah. The bat mitzvah is for the girls, and the bar mitzvah is oh. for the boys. Yeah. And yeah, so. Um, but yeah, I didn't know that in Indian culture. It's a mess. I can't believe it. I was like, Look. so at what age is it a specific age or just when they? I think when the, I think when um, the child becomes. I guess when the parents start getting a little slower with different things, and the oh, child has to okay. stay behind. Because I heard so many messed up stories from like people telling me that the Indian culture is for the children. They have to like put their life on pause because they're parents aren't as what because i think what they all all they need is like family they don't mm-hmm. care about that extra stuff so mm-hmm. i guess that's where they're shaping them okay around, i guess so that's why when you said that verse that's what made me think about it is that probably why they misconstrued i don't part? know that but that i don't know that's a good question i mean I, i'm <clears> not <throat> sure about that I really, I'm not sure. That's a little, yeah. Listen, yeah. you do you, but like at the end of the day, I'm like, hmm. And even with everything I'm saying <clears throat> on this podcast today about parenting, there's going to be people that's going to disagree. Well, like, because I'm, that goes into the sand again about everyone has their own way of how they parent their children. And <clears throat> I feel like what you said though was like, it was extremely, I don't think anything that you said or any of the points that you made was can be well anything could be arguable but i don't feel like anything that you said was arguable only because what you said was from a emotional point of view but then again objective right. point of view to state out the fact so anything that you said was exactly just actually living it mm-hmm. and and, and nothing that you said was one-sided like oh yeah like you all you also made it clear right. that this is like general it's the yeah it's, it's, it's general and i i i live by like giving me advice on experience because I would take the advice of a person who experienced it of a person who told me they have 10 degrees in it. Because yeah. experience, you have, you can actually touch me where I need to. You, you set you experience Right. That. You know what it was to wear those red sneakers in a place where it was all blue and how embarrassing right. it made you feel and how it did this. Happen. But, you know, but to read on it, it's it, a different it's story. It's a different story. Because so, nobody can experience that unless you live it. Exactly. Because that, mm-hmm. that could be just like with going in for a job. Like, you guys are graduating with degrees. And like you said, your your thing is just to see everybody succeed out of college. Yeah. Right? So now, I can say, let's just say I'm your age. I have no degree. And I go to a job interview. You have a, a PhD. And I have four years of experience. You have a PhD and no years of experience. They're going to hire me. Mm-hmm. Because they're going to say, I don't have time to, even though he's very educated, right. I need someone that's experienced, who knows what they're doing, mm-hmm. or whatever. and that goes back to being knowing what I'm dealing with on a book aspect, and knowing what I'm dealing with on experience aspect. Exactly. And, it's two different styles, two different ways. And everybody goes for the experience before they go for the, mm-hmm. the book, unfortunately. Because the book is just something, it's, I feel like the book is man-made. Right. I feel like experience is something that you live exactly. Because So that's like a point of view, that's your point of view. Right. Like nobody else could ever understand your point of view unless they experience exactly. what you experience or something like that. Exactly. And even when they experience something like that, they still can't really understand right. your point of view. Right. So I definitely get what you mean when it comes to so that. So that's what that is but 
I mean, that's just my experience. And I'm like I said, ask me, come to me five years from now. I'm telling you, I'll probably have more to add to the story. Right. I'm sure I will. I dye my hair black because the grays are very much noticeable. They're just all over the place. And so that's what it is now. Mm-hmm. But um, all I ask is that if you have a baby, either be married first or, you know, be married be, first. Be <laughs> or be stable or be at least comfortable with have the person patience. you know you having a child with. Know that that's a person who will be consistent, a person who will not put anyone else before your child and just, you know, and like, help like, you raise like a, a child. Like Lucky said, be patient because a lot of people feel like they are inseparable before a child comes and they madly in love and that's the person you're going to spend the rest of life with, whether married or not married. And then once they have a child, if you don't have the patience, now it's constant arguments because you don't want to be bothered he or she don't want to be bothered and it's in that right and it's constant arguments and that's what causes breakup. So the patience that part comes from soup to nuts, technically. It's right. it's from the beginning to the end and it has to be there. Because if right. it's not, that's what's gonna be that will be the end of every aspect of everything with you, with your child, with the man, with the woman. It has to be patience mm-hmm. from from the beginning, and that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, totally agree. Yeah, speak that. So, any other last thoughts? I love parenting, and I love my children, and I love you. But I won't have no kids, so don't expect grandkids from me. <laughs> Better go on to Justin. You got some dogs, though. Some doggy grandbabies. I can't wait to adopt my Russian baby. Oh, lucky <laughs> you and his Russian baby. I really Russian baby, I don't know. I think I just woke up one morning and something just installed like, you want a Russian baby? Get a Russian baby. Oh, it's God. unexplainable. <laughs> you know? No, I don't. Wait, where are we trying to speak in a British accent? That's a different thing. No, we're not. <laughs> that's, we don't, that's it was Australian, but that's the end of the podcast. Like I always say, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, please send me suggestions about what else I could talk about. Because believe it or not, I'm running low. Like like, I yeah. talked about everything, and I'm being repetitive at this point. But if you have any topics, I'm down. Shoot me an email. Shoot me a DM. Anything. Uh, a tweet. Um, and, yeah. Bye. <laughs>